An antagonist, one of many, challenged God said, man said, and our unabridged assertion that God's word in the majority text Holy Bible is true. By his email, it can easily be deduced that he cannot define truth. Consequently, he is unable and fully unaware that he's unable to maintain a cogent, truth-centered discussion. To demonstrate the absurd, I will lift excerpts from his email concerning research he cites where he postulates that a star-turned-supernova is the reason we are here. This individual and millions like him have built their house on sinking sand. Listen to the phrases in his correspondence that his foundation is built upon. A star that exploded about nearly three million years ago and might have affected the course of human evolution, a new study suggests. Climate, cha climate changes could have. The reasoning goes. Building a case they opened five years ago with less concrete data. Scientists have estimated. One probably occurs. The supernova, uh, supernova lit up somewhere between 30 light years and 300 light years from Earth. The star's exact mass isn't known. The extent of Iron 60 is also not fully known. There is one pretty solid clue. Astronomers cannot accurately lay out, but one can speculate, probably of several percent, needs further research. There are other theoretical explanations, whatever the cause. Evolutionary theorists think, so perhaps, but not proven. End of quote. Man's truth of today debunks his truth of yesterday, and man's truth of tomorrow will debunk his truth of today. Now contrast that with Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. Jesus Christ speaks of those who cast off his word in Matthew chapter 7, verses 26 and 27. And every one of them that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Why not build your house on the unchanging Christ? Click on the Further with Jesus on this website for entry. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis 1-1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God said, Exodus chapter 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God said, Genesis chapter 5, verse 3. And Adam lived an hundred and thirty years, and begat a son in his own likeness after his image, and called his name Seth. Man said there is no God. Consequently, he authored no Bible. All of life is the product of a supernova. Now the record. Man is consumed with the satanic desire to discredit the God of creation and his word. Because God has been removed from the equation, man is doomed to sit in mundane circles of academia and ask infantile questions such as, Where did I come from? Who am I? Why am I here? And where am I going? God declares in his word that he created the earth. He did it in six 24-hour days and he also lays out a timeline in order to determine the age of the universe. On this website, at the time of this airing, there are over 200 proof subjects. This number grows by one, God willing, every Thursday eve. Amongst a plethora of subjects, we address the age of the earth and universe, and the Bible's chronology that it is just over 6,000 years old. Contrary to God's word, 
Pseudoscience proffers up a universe billions of years old. They can never prove their fantastic age claims simply because they are not true. No matter how hard they try, they are doomed to failure because their hypothesis is false. We have fielded challenge after challenge, but not one challenger could define truth, let alone prove their theory. The following young earth subjects are listed for your perusal. Ice cores in the age of the earth. Carbon dating and 2 plus 2 equals 5. Chicken or the egg in starlight. M challenge thermodynamics. Marvin, dinosaurs and fossils. Miss A said absolutely ridiculous. 6,000 year old earth. 6,000 year old earth proven again. 6 24 hour days. Starlight and age of universe. The Grand Canyon, is it just over 6,000 years old? And dinosaurs. Information supporting the Bible record of a young earth is extensive. This feature will cite additional information. RATE, which is the acronym for radioisotopes in the age of the earth, is a group of scientists researching and reporting on radioisotope dating, the holy grail of evolution. Their meticulous efforts are shocking and challenging the field of geology. Grand Canyon research reported in the October 2004 issue of Impact is just one good example. Deep inside the inner gorge of the Grand Canyon, metamorphic rock, which is former sedimentary and volcanic strata transformed by heat and pressure, was gathered for the purpose of performing radioisotope dating. 27 Brahma amphibolite samples, originally basalt lava flows, were taken from various inner gorge outcrops. The samples were sent to two internationally recognized laboratories for radioisotope dating. One was in Canada, and it would perform the potassium-argon method. The other was an Australian laboratory, which would conduct rubidium-stronium, a samarium neodymium, and lead-to-lead measurements. The age disparities of the samples between different highly vaunted dating methodologies was enormous. Included in the 27 samples were seven samples from a 492-foot-long, six-and-a-half-foot-wide amphibolite outcropping. These samples, dated by various respected dating methods, should have produced the same age measurements because they belonged to the same metamorphosed basalt lava flow. But this was not the case. Two of the seven samples, taken from the same rock, only two, uh, two quarter feet apart, showed age disparities, disparities excuse me, from low to high of 242%. Dr. Andrew Snelling, in his article in Impact titled Radioisotope Dating of Grand Canyon Rocks, with the subhead, Another Devastating Failure for Long-Age Geology, had this to say about the huge age disparities. These discordant results could easily be dismissed as an isolated aberration, perhaps due to the uncertain effects of metamorphism and any subsequent alterations, especially, especially during erosion and weathering, for they are confirmation of the repeated failure of all the radioisotope dating methods to successfully date Grand Canyon rocks. Furthermore, Papers in the general geological literature are also reporting discordant radioisotope dates when all the methods are applied to the same rock unit, but tenuous explanations are given to account for the anomalous radioisotope methods simply do not yield reliable absolute ages. 
Dr. Snelling goes on to induct the biblical account of the flood of Noah into the discussion, knowing full well that evolutionary theorists have rejected it even in the face of a world of evidence that has occurred. Dr. Snelling, obviously, if radioisotope decay was accelerated, say, during the Genesis flood, then the radioisotope decay clocks could never be relied upon to date rocks as many millions of years old. To the contrary, the rocks could still only be a few thousand years old. Finally, Dr. Snelling concludes, The radioisotope methods long touted as irrefutably dating the Earth's rocks as countless millions of years old have repeatedly failed to provide reliable and meaningful absolute ages for Grand Canyon rock layers. Irreconcilable disagreement within and between the methods is the norm, even at the outcrop scale. This is a devastating blow to the long ages that are foundational to uniformitarian geology and evolutionary biology. Yet the discordance patterns are consistent with past accelerated radioisotope decay, which would also render these clocks useless. Thus, there is no reliable evidence to dispute that these metamorphosed basalt lava flows deep in Grand Canyon date back to the creation week only thousands of years ago. Evolutionists of every ilk, whether they're atheist or theist, are constantly down facts. Science writer Frank Sherwin, in an article also in ICR's publication Impact titled Biology in the Age of the Earth, said, Evolution means change. But when we look to the living world, we see no significant change. Consider the troublesome creatures that Darwin labeled living fossils. These are organisms that were supposedly extinct for many millions of years, only to appear in the 20th and 21st centuries alive and kicking. Mr. Sherwin goes on to list a few, such as the Australian beetle discovered in 1998 that was reported to be extinct 200 million years ago. Dragonfly fossils, reported as 300 million years old, whose wing venation is virtually identical to today's dragonfly. Millipedes, that have been crawling around for a purported 420 million years, are still millipedes. The Australian 150 million year old Willamy pine was discovered in 1994, Mr. Sherwin notes. Is it logical to assume that a stand of trees can stay in one physical location, location excuse me, for over 150 million years and not come to any demise? Those fortunate researchers obtaining permits to visit the secret location of the Willamy pine stands must first change clothes to avoid possible contamination of the trees with foreign bacteria, viruses, or spores. But why worry about contagion? Random air currents and rains over the millennia should bring every kind of bug to infect these trees and their ancestors a 100,000 times over. And how about dinosaur bones that have not yet mineralized and still contain bone protein? This fully destroys the dinosaur myth of extinction taking place 65 million years ago. Again, Frank Sherwin. Simply put, bone containing such well-preserved protein could not possibly have existed for more than a few thousand years in the geological settings in which they are found. For more information on this subject, see 6,000-year-old Earth on this website. Finally, from Sherwin's article, Creation Biologist view the age of the earth in terms of only thousands of years. Living fossils, 
Ancient plant matter and dinosaur protein are not a problem if the earth is young. Evolutionists, on the other hand, must posit impossibly long periods of no evolutionary change when an extinct creature appears alive and then make excuses why the creature never changed. An earth just over 6,000 years old? Of course. God said, Genesis 1-1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God said, Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God said, Genesis 5, 3, And Adam lived a hundred and thirty years and begat a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. Man said, There is no God. Consequently, he authored no Bible. All of life is a product of a supernova. Now you have the record.